0: Welcome to the Take My Life to Ten podcast show with your host, Tracy Horton, your life and career resolution strategist. And we are back with the series for African-American women in the workplace, how to navigate it and survive. We're going to move on to step number nine. Last week, we did step number 10 which was white people aren't treated better, they're treated different. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go back, listen to it so you could catch up. So we're going to jump right into number nine. And number nine is a supervisor cannot come after you if you don't give him any ammunition. And I say this because... The fact that we are treated different, we can't play by the same rules that they play by. We don't get the same leeway they get. We don't get the same benefit of the doubt that they do. We are held at a different standard. We are uh, uh, viewed differently because we have stereotypes that label us as being a certain way. So when we walk into the workplace, we're already behind the eight ball because most of the time they think of us as aggressive, angry, lazy, and manipulative. So we have to be very careful about how we carry ourselves in the workplace. From the very beginning, you have to always do the job they are paying you to do you have to follow the rules follow the procedures follow the guidelines don't think just because don't get into that mentality oh this person is doing it i could do it no we're above that we don't we don't need to be a part of a group of people that are not doing what they're supposed to be doing even though they get away with it, we don't need to be those people. We have a job. We're going to do the job that they pay us to do, and we're going to do it to the best of our abilities. We're going to get to work on time. We're going to take the lunch that's been assigned to us. We're going to complete and get our stuff done on time. Complete the deadlines. Get our stuff in on time or earlier. I'm like me personally. I know what I deal with. So as soon as a deadline come out, I'm on it that day because I'm going to knock it out. I'm not going to wait till the last minute because stuff happens. And then for whatever reason, you wait till the last minute, then you're rushing to get it done. So the quality of the work is not up to par. If you ensure that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and handling stuff the way you're supposed to be handling it, this will help you to identify If someone is really messing with you on a racial standpoint or just bullying you and harassing you. Because if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and giving in the work that they're paying you to give and someone is still picking and poking at you, then this gives more credibility that you are being harassed or this may be a racial issue. But if you come in late to work, And you come in late from lunch. And you giving mediocre work. And you over there at the water cooler. Gossiping and spreading rumors about people. Then you're giving them ammunition against you. So when they do start messing with you. Or if they choose to start racially discriminating against you. Then you're giving them something to explain away the behavior. So as soon as you go to complain. They're going to say, well, no, she, gets, she comes to work late. She's always taking breaks. Her work is not up to par. And we're just giving her correction and she's not able to take criticism. So now you become the problem. And it can be a legitimate concern or offense to you. But the fact that you have given them out to justify the behavior because you gave them the ammunition to use against you, you're on the losing end of the battle. Because now, no matter what you say after that, they're not going to believe you. You're always going to be a performance issue employee that's just making a complaint because you can't take accountability and responsibility for The stuff that you are legitimately doing wrong. So if you are doing something wrong and they are criticizing you and disciplining you because you are wrong, the first thing you need to do is take accountability for it. Own it and don't do it again. Because at the end of the day, if that's not a part of your job description, you shouldn't be doing it. Yes, you want to hang out and talk and chit-chat, but it's a time and a place for everything. You either want to have a cohesive unit and work with as the least amount of stress as possible, or you want to do what you want to do, and then they're going to treat you the way they want to treat you, and then you're going to be the one running around complaining every day about how you're not being treated fair and they just um, messing with you because you're a black female and this is racial discrimination and i'm gonna file a complaint because this is harassment and it's a so hostile work environment when all they said was you need to do the job that we're paying you to do so when women do that and they know they're wrong and they know they're doing something they're not supposed to be doing but they want to classify it as petty and being picked on because they are a black female you are actually watering down the rights that we have as black females to complain for being treated unfairly. And it doesn't hold the weight because we there's so many frivolous complaints of racial discrimination in EEOC and in the um, labor relations That now when there is a legitimate case of racial discrimination and harassment, we're scrutinized 10 times more and have to prove our case 10 times more because of the frivolous cases that go up there because you don't want to hold yourself accountable. You don't want to do the job they're paying you to do. You want to come and think that work is social hour, happy hour. And that you should be able to chit-chat and talk all day and do two hours of work, but you want to talk for six hours. And then when somebody says something to you, now you're being racially discriminated against just because so happened your supervisor is white and you're black. That's crazy. And it really needs to stop because I have experienced and I have seen where there were black women that literally was not doing what they were supposed to be doing. And the moment a supervisor said something to them about it because they were white, they ran and filed an EEOC complaint for racial discrimination and harassment. Because how dare somebody, because they white, tell them to do their job. And that is wrong. Is wrong, it's not right, it dilutes the whole purpose of us having a protected class and it really needs to stop. However, on the flip side, when you are coming to work and you are doing what you're supposed to be doing and you are doing the job that they're paying you to do and you come to work on time and you hand in the best work that you could possibly hand in and you're at your desk doing your job, Most of the time and you're handling everything the way you're supposed to be handling. You have a professional attitude. You're you're groomed. Your appearance is professional. You're assertive but not aggressive. And you're polite. And they still messing with you or finding a reason to mess with you for no apparent reason other than because you're a black female. Then now you have a legitimate leg to stand on. Because now they're reaching because they don't like you because you're a black female. So now they're creating stuff to poke at you for when you're actually doing everything that you're supposed to be doing. And in that case, you don't jump the first time, but you. St- this is where the realization sits in that something isn't right. That something may be going on. But you don't get... Agitated. You don't jump at the first one. You don't change your demeanor. You don't change how you interact with them. You just learn to take a mental note and you document it. You document it somewhere in a notebook and you make sure you have the date, the time, the location, who was there, exactly what was said, exactly what you said, and what was the directive that came out of it. Does it meet policy? Does it meet law? Does it meet the procedure? Is it within the guidelines that is in your employee handbook? And you know all of that, and you just let it go. You don't say anything, you let it go. Because if you complain after the first one, anybody could excuse their way out of the first one. I was having a bad day. Oh, she misunderstood what I said. That wasn't my intention. Anybody could explain their way out of one. That's why you never, ever, never, never file a complaint over one incident. Or you never get your panties up in a bunch over one incident. Because, yes, some people have a bad day. Some people just have off days. So you have to, you know, be okay with that. And then you move on. But the key to it is, is just to take a mental note and note a little note somewhere that it happened. But, you know, you, you you move on and let it go. And keep watch on what happens next. So, you know, you just have to make sure you're doing and, and being the employee that they're paying you to be. And if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing and you want to come to work and do what you want to do, then don't run and file a complaint. And water down the process because it's not good for the people that actually do have legitimate cases or you know, for racial discrimination and harassment. Okay, so that is uh, step number nine. And we'll be back next week with our next step. And I hope y'all all have a wonderful evening and have a good night. And I will talk to you next week.